Welcome to the Real Estate Trifecta. My name is Carlos Salinas, Mr. You Don't Need 20%. And to my left, welcome back, the man with the plan, Mr. Chocolate Suit. I like it. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Kevin Uh, Stan, what's up, man? Welcome back. Welcome back. Good to be here. Good to be here. Yes, sir. We missed you last week. Good to be here. We did. We did. Chocolate suit, if that's if that's what we want to call it. I like it. it. I like it. It's a good, it's a nice blazer. I like it. We'll go chocolate. You call it chocolate, I call it chocolate. (laughs) I I am Kevin Span, the insurance guru. Kevin Span, the in Allstate Insurance Agent. There you go. Kevin Spann, part two of the Real Estate Trifecta. Mm. And to my left, the <laughs> one and only, also neatly decked out Hello. in a nice chocolate blazer cool. there. But you know what? Mr. CFP. Talk to him, Lou. Talk so, to the first of all, you could see why we missed him last week, right? You didn't get all that energy from me last week, number one. So it's good to have Kevin back. Oh, my uh, number God. Number two. That's so uh, good. This might be like milk chocolate, right, next to your chocolate there. I could see we have similar tastes in clothing, There right? you go. But you have two from buttons. From day one. Two, you have two buttons open. Okay. That's different. Well, you oh. know what it is? It's Friday. We record this on a Friday, and I'm going to the club right after this. Hello. So that makes sense. That makes sense. I didn't even realize I had the two buttons well, open. No, no, that's that's nice, right. Man. We're going to let it rock like that for a Friday. Lou, Lou, you look look great. You look amazing. Both of you brothers look amazing. Thank you. Um, Kev, (laughs) it's good to have you back. Uh, We we missed our anchor. It was... um, it was a good episode between me and Lou, but, you know, it's the real estate trifecta for a reason. Uh, you know, these two brothers to my left, it, it, I, I can't, there are no words. I'm just very appreciative to have them here. So, Thank you. um, we're going to hit, uh, we're going to hit up some business really quick. Uh, you know, we have fun while we're doing this. Yeah. Real Estate Trifecta Philanthropy. We try to go through this really quickly. Uh, a couple giveaways. Uh, we've been, you know, we've given away some stuff. You know, we've given away the uh, the, the ring, the Nest nice. ring. Yep. The, uh, the uh, gift certificate to Insignia. That's nice. not bad. You know? Never and uh, I think this week we're probably going to, well, not even probably. We're giving away the certificate to HomeSense. It's going to happen. Okay. That's it. That's Home just Sense. what it is. So HomeSense this week. Love it. All you Joanna Gaines fans. You know, do it up, you know, have fun in order to winter or in order to enter the win this week's prize. You would need to send us a DM at the real estate trifecta, letting us know how we're doing. Give us a little shout out, whatever the case may be. And whomever throughout those DMs that are sent, we will choose somebody and send you these DM, uh, send you these gifts directly. Uh, I can tell you that we are nearing our. End of the year grand prize, a 75-inch flat screen Vizio nice. TV. Oh, that's a big one. Very nice. nice. I remember hearing about it. Very, nice. very nice. nice. We do things out? very, very big here. So, you know, we like to have a lot of fun. That's just what we do. Um, whew, last stuff. week, yeah. yeah. You know, also, before we continue, we got to pay the bills. Shout out to RCG Mortgage, who is one of our sponsors here. Shout out to Guardian Angel, another one of our sponsors for the Real Estate Trifecta. We appreciate you. Please keep it coming. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, tune in. You know, we're, we're, we're doing it up. <laughs> we're doing it big. So, um, 
Kev, you missed out last week, brother. I, I saw it. You know, me and, me and yeah, me and Lou, we we dove we, in. We forgot the cameras were on. It got minute. real. Yeah. For a minute, we real, forgot the cameras were on, and we were just having a conversation. It got real, real personal. Yes. Okay. It got a, I borderline emotional. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was I was, was in my good. feelings. I started breathing real hard. What, what are we talking about? We talking about hands? What Man, we were, we were talking about life. Life. We okay. life stuff, okay. like real life, okay. right? We were okay. talking about some life, you know, yeah. situations. Yeah, you know, it was, it was good stuff. Yeah, and I think. Uh, in your absence, uh, a lot of what I wanted to touch on as well as, let's say, a quote-unquote the facilitator of conversations on this show, I wanted to touch on uh, the insurance part of it. So this episode, I'm going to relinquish the real estate part that I usually cover because uh, I kind of want to dive in to Kevin's field, uh, especially with everything happening in... I guess our cultures and our industries, um, a lot of our titans, a lot of our heroes, a lot of the people that we were, you know, that we came up with, you know, we're a little older than, I guess, you know, whoever, you know, rocks with us, you know, and and we're a little older than you, right? So, (laughs) you know, so (laughs) that that says a lot. So I'm probably dating myself right now when I say, you know, rest in peace, you know, Prince Marky D, rest in peace, Houdini. Rest Shock in peace, G. Shock G, DMX, DMX, Black Rob. You know, rest in peace, uh, Fred the Godson. Um, our our hearts go out to their families because these weren't just people of entertainment. These were people that were circulated and talked about in our culture, uh, in the hip hop culture, and you know, it's it's a little surreal because. You know, it's like Superman, right? Superman can't die. No. You know what I mean? So when you see somebody, and mind you, I, I, I mentioned this, DMX was only like five, six. Yeah. But, I, you know, his... his the voice was seven. His veracity, yeah. it, it, it was, he might as well have been 10 feet tall. Exactly. You know what I mean? The way he commanded, you know, his audiences, the way he commanded the people that went to his shows, whatever the case may be. Uh, the reason, and... You know, we had, Lou, we had briefly discussed the financial part of this as well, but I kind of want to dive in on the health aspect of this, the protection aspect of this, the, you know, the preparation aspect of this. These are things and topics of conversation that, you know, we, we talk about constantly. When we're not on these cameras, we are discussing these openly because preparation is everything. And for our audience, it's important to know that it's not just it's not just real estate. It's it's business and health, health, life, inequality, you know, things that, you know, we as business owners need to in our own personal lives prepare our families for. So, brother, I want to touch on that, you know, as far as the health aspect of it, because I know, you know, but we'll start with we'll start with DMX, probably the most notable person, and you know in the in the list of people that I mentioned, uh, you know he, it's no secret he he's been battling his own demons, of course, and you know there's a lot of I'm not one to speak on fact in this particular case in his death. We knew that you know we knew the reasons why he passed. It's no secret on why he passed. Those were his own demons again that he was battling, but. You know, the financial part of it plays a big impl- it's a it's a big part of it as well because apparently 
the brother died or passed away with, you know, a million dollars in debt from what I read the last time. But in your field, as far as preparation and insurance, when you're a man of that stature or a man of that caliber that goes through, let's say, millions, millions and millions of dollars at some point exchanges your hands, how do you prepare your family for something like that in the event you pass and let's say you are insured, how is it that you're able to allocate funds to make sure that your family's taken care of, you know, after you're gone? That's that's a great question. A lot of it starts with exactly what we're doing here. Okay. Having the conversation with people that you can, that you can talk to. Um, There's a quote from 10 years ago. Mm. Protect yourself at all times. Protect <laughs> yourselves at all times. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. What was the uh, brother's after, name? He was fighting Victor Ortiz. Victor Ortiz. <laughs> um, and he said, protect yourself <laughs> at fact. all times. Yes, sir. And that applies very much to the real estate trifecta. Mm-hmm. You sell the American dream. People work hard for the opportunity to buy a home. Yes, sir. Lou takes care of the financial side at a deeper level than I do in terms of planning and preparation. But just speaking of what you asked about, the life insurance portion of that when people think of life insurance, they watch commercials and they get confused. They think the only part of life insurance is final expense or burial expense. And if they have a policy at their job or that their parents took out for them or their grandparents took out for ten or 15000 yep, they think, I'll be okay. They're going to bury me. Right. Well, that's part one. Sure. Part two of life insurance is paying off your debt. Okay. And that debt shows up in different forms and fashion. Number one debt that we talk to people about is mortgage protection. When you buy a home, especially the great homes we're selling right now yep. at these rates, yep. you want to protect your mortgage because that's not a part of your home insurance. So you want at least enough life insurance to pay off your mortgage. Mm-hmm. You want at least enough life insurance to pay off what other debt you're carrying. Be that business owner debt, be that personal debt, cars, credit cards. Yep. Why do you want that? So that your family doesn't have to deal with the emotional loss of losing you and the financial burden of how are we going to pay these bills? How are we going to stay in this house? Yep. How are we going to still live in this school district without the breadwinner being gone? So part one, funeral expenses. Part sure. two, pay off debt. Part three, which is the most important part, it's income replacement. Okay. It's income replacement. So when our heroes that you named, mm-hmm. or everyday people that's working hard, mm-hmm. uh, the police officer, the teacher, the business owner that's working hard and you're earning a decent salary when you finally get there, it's very important that relative to your age, you have a certain number of multiples of your income to replace it. So let's give sure. a real example around it. Let's take someone earning $50,000 a year that's 40 years old and they mm-hmm. plan to work another 20 years. Sure. 40 years old, 50,000 a year, 20 years. If you never get another raise, that person is going to make a million dollars. Okay. Flat. Sure. So that's where the conversations with life insurance should begin at replacing that income based on the number of years they plan on continuing to work. And so a lot of times, Lou, and you know this, and I'll say Mm -hmm. way to you. Yep. When I say a number like a million dollars, it sounds like, like a whole yeah, bunch, a whole of lot money. of money. You're, you're like, probably going to charge me, you know, ten thousand dollars for that. <laughs> that too, so, and so, not so, the case. Lou, we talked about that, Mr. Episode CFP. Mark. Talk about that a little bit about yeah. how something as simple as that is not a financial burden to someone. It's not, and um, so I'm listening carefully to what you're saying, Kev. And you're right when you talk to, you know, the breadwinner, so to speak, right? And I remember having this discussion with a client. Uh, 
you know, he and his spouse were uh, in my office and we were having this very same discussion. And he said, well, she doesn't work, so she probably doesn't need any uh, insurance, right? And I said, well, if something (laughs) happened to her, who's going to watch little Johnny and, you know, little Little, Joey? Little Stevie. Yeah, seriously, (laughs) because... You don't realize the value, although you are not, um, you know, earning a paycheck, so to speak. Sure. Those services, uh, and I hate to even put equate, it in that. The parent, equate. Very yeah, yeah. I mean, it, how it do you equates replace, to a six-figure salary. Absolutely. Right. Somebody who's all the domestic engineers. Absolutely. Exactly. So how do you replace that, right? So you're going to need Household some help CEOs. with that. And you got to pay for that as well. Yeah. Whether it be in the form of daycare or camps and things like that. So whatever the case is. But I assured him that. Uh, they both needed insurance. Sure. Uh, you could make the argument she needs less. That's fine. But you got to figure that out. And that is a discussion you need to have. Uh, being Hispanic, too, I could tell you that, you know, um, I'm a little tired of seeing the GoFundMe pages when I know that yep. we spend money on other things. Wait a second, Lou. GoFundMe is not insurance. No. Not at all. No. Oh. Yeah. However, it's, we spend money yes. on so many other things, right? So... You have to allocate some That's towards insurance. And I know I've said this before. The first time I met Kev, I've repeated this on other episodes. Every financial plan, in my opinion, begins with uh, insurance mm-hmm. of, um, you know. Agreed. Almost every variety, but definitely life insurance. And uh, once you have that taken care of, then you could start building and, and creating a financial plan. So um, needless to say, it's a timely topic to discuss. And it's a topic that needs to be had um, much more frequently uh, with with all of us. Agreed. And again, and, and I know I know what you're saying, but we, you know, just in case anybody may misconstrue that, I understand that it takes or we understand that it takes the village. Yes, if you're not financially stable yep. and you're looking for help, you do whatever you need to do by any means. The the thought process or the the direction that we're trying to convey right now is you should be planning ahead of time. So that's the that's the premise. I know what you're yep. saying, Lou, well, and, and I, I support you 100%. No, no, no. And I, listen, and um, this is the reality, right? Right. Um, there are times where you need to uh, raise some money and you ask Oh, no help. doubt. No doubt, and, no doubt. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But the flip side of that is you can't, you know, use uh, – we'll call it discretionary income and not plan. Correct. So it's just like, you know, it, it, it's just a, a little pet peeve I have. So. No, no. I, yeah. <laughs> and also, let, me go into, let me go into your point. There's nothing wrong and, and God bless and God help all the families that have had to go that route. I've seen people and I've contributed to GoFundMe's that have helped people get. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. However, it will not take care of the other two parts. Correct. Emotionally, people will get you through the funeral service. Right. But the next two steps, mm-hmm. if I come back to you, Carlos, you know, I appreciate you giving $100 to the GoFundMe. Right. But um, we're also $300,000 in debt. <laughs> what can you help there? Right, 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 right. Also, Lou, you know, um, it's, we were bringing in, you know, X amount of dollars a year. Right. What can you take away from your income to help sustain my family? That's the issue. Your family and friends don't have that extra to sustain your lifestyle. Of course not. So, it's imperative that we all make that financial yeah. sacrifice to get the right amount of life insurance, to be in the right conversation with trustworthy people that can help you. And so the type, I'm sorry. No, Carlos, no, go, 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 go. And the type of insurance. So 
uh, just to be clear, like Kevin was talking about, you know, when you factor in somebody who's making $50,000, they live 20 years, whatever the math was that equated to that um, million dollars, mm-hmm. you could get a million dollars of term life insurance for, I, you know, depending on the age, if you're 40 years, I don't want to issue a quote here, but it's cheaper than you think. And right. if you... Just do a quick Google search or contact call somebody, somebody at, like Kevin. Call Kevin. He'll give you all the quotes you want. <laughs> call him Kevin. And his team, and you'll be surprised. Like, oh, I could get a million dollars of life insurance for three, four, five hundred dollars a year, a year. You know, um, yeah. And and I mean, it could be more. Listen, could be less depending on circumstances. Yeah, your so, health, your weight, all these things. But uh, it's it's something to consider. We usually keep it very, very light and bubbly for the entertainment aspect of it. But this is something that's been weighing on on me. I know that, you know, and not having you last week was a big thing. So I just, you know, as a, as a disclaimer, today is probably a really serious episode because, um, you know, it's, it's important. Things like this don't get yeah, talked about enough. It's important. Yeah. Uh, talk about different policies, right? I, I, I want to jump in about, the, you know, the different type of policies. I know we had briefly mentioned this on episode sure. one. I remember this so that it was kind of like that intro to it. But I kind of want to I want to circle back. Uh, you know, I know I have, I had an umbrella policy before I even understood what an umbrella policy was, you know what I mean? And I, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I, I love insurance. I love insurance because I know in case I do, I'm covered. You're covered. Don't talk to me. Talk to, talk to Geico, talk to Allstate, talk to whomever it is. I got these policies under because this is not coming out of my pocket. Exactly. And now that I own a business, you know, that business is covered as well. I'm the, I'm a big proponent of, of insurance. You're getting insurance, not for you. You're getting insurance for the people who depend on you. Correct. You're not going to come after me. You ain't going to come after my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's not going to happen. So, you know, I, Besides the health, besides the health part of it, I think you mentioned a really important thing, you know, as far as post, you know, post passing away or whatever, you know, I don't want to say postmortem, but you know what I mean? It's just like one of those things where, you you know, right. So (laughs) how do you, how to, how to put that as gently as possible? Because the reality is, you know, as big as these Titans were, it was a reality. Yeah. It was a reality check. So it was one of those things where, yeah, you know, these superheroes that we grew up watching, on television are no longer here. Right. The, the energy shock G displayed on stage when his alter ego humpty hump Absolutely. blessed the stage. Right. You're laughing Lou, yeah. because it's true. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? He came in with the, yeah. with the raccoon hat and the big, no, and the, the and big, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like all the theatrics. Right. Oh. Exactly. So people like that for me were untouchable. Like, Damn, Shock G not around. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So, you know, what is it or how can people prepare and what types of policies can they dive into besides healthcare that are going to protect their assets, their family, and then post passing moving in? Like, can you just. Sure, sure. Yeah, let me, yeah, let yeah. Me take it to another level. So, real quickly, life insurance, call it what you want. There's only two kinds there's term life insurance and whole life insurance. Okay. Term life insurance, you can buy a lot of insurance for a little money, very little benefits and features, except the ability to convert it to whole life insurance. Sure. Whole life insurance will last for your entire life. Yep. It costs a little bit more, but it has some features like 
cash value where you can borrow and use the money for other purposes down the road. Okay. That's the financial side. Sure. You mentioned the other key asset protection piece um, that goes beyond your basic car and home insurance, and that's umbrella insurance. Sure. And that's something that every homeowner, pretty much everyone should have right now. 100%. The reason being it protects your assets against a lawsuit. Correct. Kev, what is an umbrella policy? Mm-hmm. So picture an umbrella being opened right here. Yep. On one side, it's your car or yep. cars, whatever you have. Yep. On the other side, it's your property, your homes, your, or your homes, whatever you have. And you have certain liability limits. That Liability is a fancy insurance word that simply means responsibility. So, God forbid, if um, I heard a number on the news this morning that in New York City in the past month, there were 487 accidents involving bikers and pedestrians. Mm. So... God forbid if you're the unlucky person that works in Queens as I do and you turn slowly onto Woodhaven Boulevard and you have a person <laughs> that's on their phone, headphones on, and just right. walks in front of you. It's a wrap. Yo. It doesn't matter that it's Woodhaven is tough, man. Jesus if Christ. If I tap them and hit them, I'm at fault and I'm going to be sued. Right. And how much will they sue you for? Everything They'll you sue got. me for everything I have. That's a fact. And that's a different number for everybody. That's a fact. So that being said, that's where that uh, umbrella policy, which starts at a million dollars, which for some people is enough. Right. For some people, eh. Right. They're di- right. There's di- we always say there's, there's different levels. It has to line there's up different with levels your to this. assets. Right. Right. You know, there aren't two people that have the same assets. 100%. There aren't two people that need the same insurance. That's why one of the conversations when people bring to me, you know, um, you know, my neighbor, Lou, he pays less or he pays more than me. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to Lou. Do you and Lou have exactly the same things? No. Right. Right. It's a little, right, right, right. It's a, it's a little bit different. So that other key asset protection element, mm-hmm. specifically starting with homeowners, property owners, or people that have assets. There's plenty of people that sure. rent apartments, but they have quite a bit stocked away mm-hmm. um, in the market and other places. They have assets that a good attorney would go after and take from them if they're not properly insured with the proper liability limits on their home and auto and with an umbrella policy. Does, does the property, does, does the insurance aspect of it cover, like we, you know, Lou and I had a great conversation about our sons last, last episode. And, um, you know, you're a, you're a father of boys as well. Shout out to Kevin Spann, my man. Grandkids too. He's a grandpa too. Grand daddy. You know what I mean? Um, is it, you know, our policies like that transferred over, like my, I'll, I'll use my son, for example, Mateo, right? You know, let's say life insurance, right? Is it ever too early to have coverage on your child? No. And then over the course of, let's say if you were to get insurance, let's say Mateo gets insurance, you know, we're, we're not there yet, but at some point, you know, we, Vanessa and I have the discussion. Um. How does that policy change as far as the dollar amount as he gets older? Okay. So that's that's a great question. Um, It's never too soon to insure someone. Most companies will insure a child at 15 days old. The beauty of insuring someone at a younger age is that you lock in their insurability before anything goes wrong. Okay. There are many companies that have policies that will go from whatever amount that is today Mm -hmm. to five times that amount when he's 22. Okay. And you can hand that policy over. Generally, it's a whole life policy with cash value. It's a way to fund his college education. Okay. And if Mateo at one year, not even one year old yet, turns out to be the genius that we expect him to be, and he goes to the Ivy League for free, free free then you just give him the money. You was talking to 
Vanessa? Yeah. You was having a conversation about my boy? It's, it's yeah. not just me and Vanessa. Everybody's talking. Everybody knows he's going to be a genius. Right. The streets are talking. The streets Man, are talking. Man, I'll tell, tell you one thing. He doesn't get them brains from me. That's <laughs> <laughs> a smart guy. My, you know what I mean? My wife is all brains. That's my, that's my, that's my girl, man. Um, okay. Uh, I think, you know, we can go on forever. You know what I mean? On this topic of conversation. But um, today we, uh, we have a guest in the building. Yes, yes indeed. Yes, indeed. The other half yes. of Signature Premier Property, Peter Morris, is in the building right Peter now. Morris. Uh, you know, we're going to get him on and uh, we're going to chop it up with him to kind of get his take because Kathy was here last time and yes, Kathy did an amazing job. We enjoyed yep. having her here. Um, and right now we're going to cut to our sponsor uh, at RCG Mortgage and then we'll have Pete on here momentarily. Stay tuned. A discount point is a percentage of the loan amount. One discount point equals 1% of the loan. So one point on a $100,000 loan would be $1,000. Discount points are fees that are used to lower the interest rate on a mortgage loan. That is, you are discounting the interest rate by paying some of the interest upfront. Should I pay discount points to lower my interest rate? If you plan on staying in the property for at least a few years, paying discount points to lower the loan's interest rate could be a good way to lower your required monthly loan payment and possibly increase the loan amount that you can afford to borrow. If you only plan to stay in the property for a shorter period of time, your monthly savings may not be enough to recapture the cost of the discount points that are paid up front. Ask me how long it would take for your monthly savings to recapture the cost of the discount points. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> Real estate trifecta. We here. We here. And um, that was a really intense conversation. Kev, you brought out the intensity in these conversations, brother. My, my bad, but you brought out the Yankee cufflinks. I didn't notice that. We talking fast. Oh, I saw that oh, early. I saw that early. Yankee my cufflinks. You know, you know. Can you get a close-up on those cufflinks? We, yeah. <laughs> we'll do a cutout That's that my later. team. That's yeah. my team. You know, a lot of time uptown, the Bronx. You know, it's, um, you know, I got I like, I keep it near and dear to the heart. Um, yeah, I, I came from a listing appointment, you know, like I, like I was telling you. You know, you dress for the job that you want. Okay. Not for the job that you have. Okay. okay. So, you know, yeah, it was, uh, you know, picked up a couple of listings that are coming out next week. Uh, right now, it's, you know, the listing agents, you know, season. Like, if you're a listing agent, man, you are knocking it out the park right now. Uh, I have the pleasure of doing both. So, I like working with buyers as well. Uh but enough about me, enough about us. Right now, we have the other half, owner, operator, signature premier properties, my company that I represent because they've been doing us. Oh, man, they've been treating us with so much love. Peter Morris, let's go. Morris. Let's go. How are we doing? Peter Morris. Peter How are you joining doing us? Great. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, cool. I'm glad you're here. Glad to be here. Yeah, man, I'm really glad you're here. Uh, I want to dive right into it because, you know, we had an opportunity to speak to Kathy about the start and how you got started. I know that you guys were both in different fields and came together. Uh, 
you were a developer, a builder at some point? We actually started in the same field. We worked at Coach together when we were Oh, kids. okay, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah. wow. So you were lifelong friends. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that no, wasn't mentioned last time. We were in time. our early 20s. We worked at Coach. And, nice. Um, I followed the path of development, and she went to open up her own brokerage. Right. And then we uh, reunited 20 years later. Very cool. Nice. A, lot of, a lot's been happening, you know, since you guys have, you know, come together. And, and when was this? When did you guys start uh, Signature? Well, I started it in uh, 2007, and Kathy came aboard two years later. Okay. Okay. So, so you know, we have, you know, we have one of our, we have our logos that come up on these screens. Uh, you know, describe how you came up with the, uh, the Lighthouse. Uh, I know there was a story there, the Lighthouse uh, or logo, the Lighthouse logo that we use on our. Uh... Just living in Huntington and loving. Okay. loving- to be on the water and pass right. that lighthouse every day. Nice. You know? Okay, that's great. I like to do a lot of fishing, and I'm always fishing by that lighthouse. I'm looking at it. I'm like, that's a cool logo. Now, now Pete, you started in 2007. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One office. One office. Where wow. are we at today? We are going to be opening up our 19th office in wow. Setauket. Wow. Uh, yeah, things are good. Congratulations. 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 Ni- yeah. 19 offices. Yeah. That's, was that always the vision to have that many offices, or just something that came together? You know, I never really had a vision. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true entrepreneur. Like no, Just but kidding. you want to know something? I like that because sometimes you hear people and it's like, well, I always had this plan all mapped out. And right, then, right, right, and right. And you have somebody who's honest like Peter saying, like, hey, we just started this thing. Yeah, you know, and we had by the grace of God, it's it did well. We opened off. up another and another. And then next thing you know, something falls in your lap. Yep. Next thing you right. know, we're like, all right, we got to catch up. Let's not grow anymore. And then something else falls in your lap and, you know, there's always opportunity. Absolutely. It's a great way to see it. Yeah. It's, you know, we were, what, uh, 1,300 strong agents? Like, we're just about 1,350? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you know, for uh, a dominant, you know, we're we're dominating. You know what I mean? I think that uh, I know... Smithtown, where we're located now, we've we've been cranking. Your you know, office is dominating. Yeah, right. Dominating. Right now, you know, and we hope to bring that energy to the Satawket office, where you know you. Thank you very much. You know, you 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 really had a vision for us, and I remember I tell this story because I think it's the coolest story <laughs> that I've ever. This is the cool Pete Moore story that I'm going to tell right now. I remember we had that meeting, and you and I really we didn't really know each other. We were meeting to kind of discuss our future. You come in with this nice white button-down shirt with these blue jeans and these cool Gucci loafers. And I'm like, who is this dude? Who is this dude? I was like, oh, my. Just cool. Like, hey, what's up, Carlos? I was like, all right, what's up, CEO? I got you. You know, like, you know, and I, and, you know, after that meeting, it made the most sense. I knew that we were in a good place and, you know, we've been having a lot of fun ever since. So, yeah, man. Um, Where... Where do you see Signature going in the next, you know, 10 years? Like, how do you, because I, I mentioned something very selfishly to Kathy, and I told her that I had my flip-flops and my, and my Caribbean shirts ready in she's case she wanted to, to open up south. a Miami office. for yeah. Miami. It doesn't have to be South Beach. You're I, a Miami guy, huh? I, my, well, my wife is from Miami, yeah. but... If in fact you wanted to go that route, I'm putting my I'm putting my, my name guy. in the hat. He's your I'm guy. ready. He's ready to open I will up. spearhead that office. Where do you see us? You know, where do you see the I office in about ten? You know, it depends what day you get me on. <laughs> <laughs> That's right cool. now. I'd like to. Um, 
I'd like to get out east. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That would like be that's right. Out. That would be great. Yeah. I'd like to get out of an office on the South Fork, an office on the North Fork. I love it out there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Beautiful country. Absolutely. I had signed a lease once on the South Fork, and I got scared and backed out. I okay. thought it's a little incestuous out there. Right. A little mm-hmm. hard to break into. You know, and I, mean, uh, I didn't I, want to fail. But no. But we're going to give it, a, we're gonna give it another, another go around. I don't see that word in our future. You know what I mean? I think that... Uh, with the talent you have wrapped around you, you know, any one of us can easily, you know, help kind of build the brand yeah, moving out east. Yeah. It's a talk at office. It's one step closer, Ooh. right? One step <laughs> edging, edging up. Edging east, up where right? they know our name. They know who we are. That's you know, right. All of a sudden it's like, who's That's signature? Right. Well, now they know us. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk about how you as a developer came into this and – you know, how did you decide you wanted to to link with Kathy, move forward, and start this? Because it's not an everyday conversation where you wake up and like start a real estate, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's start a real estate company. Like, yeah, Kathy, honestly, what's up? What do you want to do? It just developed. Yeah, it just developed. It was okay. I was building homes, and my partner, this guy Stan Weisberg, brilliant guy, sure, was still very, very close friends. and Shout out um, to Stan. Yeah, and yeah. I was his broker when he was building. Okay. And I would find him lots. Okay. And then he would give me the resales. Right. That makes and, sense. Yeah, and then yeah, one yeah. day I found a lot real cheap. He's like, I'll take it. I'm like, not this one, bro. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm not <laughs> so he's like, I need another broker. I'm like, that's fine. There's a lot of money in this lot. So he uh, we like did that. it together. Yeah. And we did well. Right. And we built a lot of homes over the years. Very and cool. then 2007 came, 2006, Ooh. 2007. A little scary time. He saw it coming. He saw it coming really? before it came. He's like, Pete, I'm telling you, we had a pretty big company. And he's like, Pete, I'm telling you, this bubble's going to burst. Really? This can't continue. Wow. So you don't know what you're talking about. It's going to keep going. <laughs> he's like, no, it's, I don't need this stress. He goes, I want to go down to building three houses a year. I want to cherry pick my lots. I want to sure. get rid of all the overhead. Sure. You know, and he... Um, he was a saver. So, you know, he still had his bar mitzvah money. He was like, nice. he did not need, nice. he did not need, the st- he did not need yeah. the stress. Right. And I was the opposite. I was the idiot who bought the big house and had the big boat and this and that. Gotcha. So I was like, gotcha. I took the company. Sure. And said, you know, we, we wished each other the best. And I mm-hmm. took it. And then 2008 hit. And I said, what I do? <laughs> what I do? I mean, you, you came out on the other side. It was tough times. It was. It tough was. Times. I, um, I think we all we all had to. Well, I was. You know, as, as graduating as college, we kind of like the pub. Not everyone knows that the market's such a function of price. Maybe it's not right now because right. bidding wars all over the place. Right, back right. Then when it's going the other way, right. You just can't hold on. Or right. So I got out. And I dropped all my prices and sure. and got out. Got hurt. Kind of opened up signature on a whim to save money on brokerage because I kept my real estate license all this time. Of course. And Good move. Um, yeah, just yeah. kind of developed from there. You know, I had a lot of relationships. I um, there was a woman. I don't know if you know a woman, Barbara Wanamaker. You know the name? I would. I, I don't, but I would so, remember her last so name like she's that. She's a very well respected agent. She was at 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 the time. She was at Coldwell Banker, mm-hmm. Samus. <sighs> no, she was at National Home Finders. <laughs> National Home Finders, and she had been from company to company to company. Yeah, always bouncing around. Sure. And we became pretty close friends. Okay. And whenever I found the piece of land, I always gave it to the agent who found it for me. So sure. the agents knew I was loyal. Right, right. They, I've been, I've been to you that. Know, even if I sold it myself, I still paid the brokerage. And so I always got the lots that were exclusive because they always knew I was broker friendly. Sure. 
So, but I found a lot of lots myself. Mm-hmm. So every time I did, I liked the way Barbara went about her business. So nice. I would give them to her. And sure. one day we were talking and she said, uh, Caldwell Banker bought out National Home Finders. And I freaking love this company. And right. now I'm back to corporate and this and that. Right, right. I said, why don't you open up your own place? She's like, am I? I said, yeah, why not? Every time you go, 10 agents follow you. True. So Karen so, Hendricks. So she did it. And I did it with <laughs> her. And she brought 10 and I brought 10. Nice. And we had a little office with 20 people. Right. Lost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, well, that's how you start. But Lou, yeah. That's how you start. That's part of it. And then it just, you know, we just didn't have the same vision. So we okay. went our separate so, ways. And um, it's just been one agent at a time. And then I reconnected with Kathy. Right. And, you know, without Kathy, I'd still be a 20 agent. So, I mean, she's she's the gold. She, Kathy, Kathy is platinum. Yep, I Kathy know is is uh she's a tremendous person. Um, I am we are very happy with the decision that we made. But I know Lou had a question. Yeah, no, well, two things because um, and just to piggyback on what you just said, and I told <laughs> you this before we started. Um, I had one of your agents in my office just yesterday, and the thing that Kathy was talking about when she was here was. How they're not corporate. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. You she know, doesn't like that don't word. Don't use that word. Corporate <laughs> yeah. in signature, right? <laughs> bad word. It's a corporate bad word. Corporate is a C it's word. It's a bad word in, in signature. And um, true to form, with the uh, meeting I had yesterday with the realtor who works for signature, she was telling me about how happy she was working for signature and mm-hmm. that she could call Kathy at any time and Kathy would take her call. That's a and fact. that meant the world to her. So there is a culture there that, um, and, I, and I share that with you just so, you know, you know that. It's, it's the real deal, and Appreciate apparently that. it's resonating with all the realtors because, um, you know, as she put it, I'm not their biggest producer, and they'll still take my yeah. call. So Big time. there's it's a lot to be said for that. Anybody calls me, I might not pick up, but I always call them back. That's yep. fact. Nothing drives me more crazy than someone not calling me back. That's a fact. Do you, do you see – so we're not – I can tell you the culture – it's very organized. The, it's a well-oiled machine. When we went to the Northport office, like I said to Kathy, when she was here, we walked in. It was a sight to be seen after we've gone over. Because we, I knew this story. I understood. We, we've had our meetings. We've sat down. You explained you know, who you were when we were looking to make the transition. And it's not understood until you, first of all, the Northport office is a beautiful office. You walk in and it was so structured as a business, not corporate, but still organized as a business. What does that entail now that you went from, let's say, 20 agents to the 1300 or so you have now, the steps and the processes? For me, it's about having more Kathy V. Arts. You know? <laughs> yeah, you, just gotta, you just got to surround yourself with great people. Right, I say that all the time. I, mean, I, I, all, yeah. I honestly feel we have the best, you know, management team, the yep. best admins in the business. Agreed. You know, because and Kathy, Kathy trains them. She's trained by Brian Buffini. Okay, and she trains them that the agents are your clients. Sure. You know, if somebody's doing three deals a year, don't think of that person calling you as a pain in the ass. Correct. Think of that person as wow, this deal is very important to me. Correct. Yep. So. Yep. Everybody, you know, somebody yeah, yeah. might have done two deals last year and three deals is a good year for her. Right. right? Well, so, yeah, yeah. And so. she mentioned she mentioned something, too, when she was here, right, about uh, Signature University, was it? Yeah, yes. So you yeah. guys have that. And yes. You also have the, the food pantry, too. So yeah. you guys yeah. are doing things. Signature University was Kathy's idea as right. well. Her. Because during COVID, mm-hmm. 
we were um, doing a lot of Zoom classes. Oh, yes, we were. And I did a Zoom class teaching mm-hmm. teaching about construction and mm-hmm. how to find lots and sure. how to talk to a builder and how to know what a lot is worth and what does it cost to build a house and what's a builder looking to make. And I'm doing... And I couldn't concentrate because of what was going on on the Zoom. <laughs> and, then, and, I, and then people are asking literally the stupidest questions. Were they it happens. It happens. On this yeah, Zoom? I had one lady that was pretending <laughs> she was surfing behind the wave. Wow. <laughs> you know, like That's not distracting. Those, those, yeah, 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 those. Uh, I, got off, I got off the Zoom <laughs> and I said to Kathy, I go, what was that? <laughs> I said, yeah. when Zoom's not for when everyone. did we yeah, yeah. lose quality control? Yeah. We always used to be known as the company that was all the, the top producers, the best in the business. And I just got asked the stupidest questions that, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, so so I, I remember. So that's where Signature University came from because now we said, you know what? We're starting this university that's, that's got it. intense training. That's true. And if you can't do the training and you can't make the commitment, then you're not committed to being an agent. And, and we don't want you. We don't want anybody with the pulse. I, I remember. I remember um, the office, uh, the company that we were with before we came to Signature. I'm not going to mention any names. Um, who actually just got bought out? <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names. Um, you know, we as we were the younger generation moving into this office where we met the lovely, you know, Karen Hendricks. And despite our, our age difference, you know, Karen was instrumental in helping us develop and, you know, jumpstart our small team at the time. Zach and I were, you know, we were really small. Um, now we're, you know, 25, I think 25 agents under us now, but um, you know, we were always the, the young gunners that, you know, helped, with certain questions that, you know, people might've had that, you know, let's say that, you know, questions that might pop up in like a signature you, or let's say a zoom call. And, um, you know, we've, we've always made ourselves ready and available to help people that, you know, weren't so tech savvy or, um, let's say MLS savvy. So, you know, so forth and so on. Um, I think that, those signature university zoom calls are really important. You know what I mean? I think that once people go through them and understand these are the steps that you need to take in order to continue to be successful, we provide that. So it's not just cause I remember I'm the first company I was with. I'm not gonna mention any names. Um, they didn't really have that. It was almost like, um, was a franchise so you know it was yeah. like you know free for all learn on your own and that's what i was gonna say it's you learn on your right you learn on your own something like yeah. that you know because you get your license and it's yep. like okay you're, so you're a business you're a business now right it's not you're just not, not much training no right you are you're a business now you just came out of school right you're the real estate your real estate classes Got go your produce license. go produce yeah. Right. yeah go go sell some houses yeah. it's not that simple that you know a so a lot of work it is. Absolutely. It is. And there's so many models out there right now. It's right. so competitive. I guess yeah. it's a good time to be an agent, but at the same time, you know, you got these 100% models, mm-hmm. you got 3D models. It's like somebody who's never sold a house, right? Yeah. They're getting like 90% and this. Right, and that. right, and right, 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 right. But they don't give them anything. There's no Correct. training. Correct. There's no support. Port. So I, I think it bastardizes the whole industry because it makes us all look bad because you have a lot of people Interesting. out there that. Don't know what they're doing. Correct. Right? I, I agree. Because these other models are like, well, <laughs> I, I don't agree. have any overhead. 
but the agent's keeping just about everything they make, so we need to get 10,000 agents to make money. So let's just take anybody with the pulse and throw them out there and see if something flies. Right, 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 right. You know, not following the rules. Right, yes. And not really knowing what they're doing. Poor poor preparation. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I got you. What's, What's interesting to me about that is that you're incurring the overhead by opening 19 offices, probably so that all of your agents can have the localized training they need to be successful. Which might not be the smartest move coming out of a <laughs> pandemic where people are learning <laughs> to work virtually. No, no, no. But I but imagine I think, that's why you did it, so you could have hands-on And some aren't doing it at all. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I do think um, everybody says the model's changing, the model's changing, and it is changing a little bit. But at the same time, I do believe this is a relationship business, and 100%. I do believe people want to go in the office, and I do believe people will have short-term memories. And, yeah, I'm an office guy. You know? well, Pete, the, a home purchase for most people is going to be the biggest purchase that you make in your life. Correct. And while Google is an option and my phone is here, I'm not going to spend that kind of money on the phone without looking an agent in the eye and making Correct. sure and everything the trust is factor. Right, right, right. right. It's everything. You yep. need that localized. You need the localized knowledge. Absolutely. I had a question. Um, you're a builder. You know, you could walk into a house and basically shred it to pieces, so to speak. Right? You yeah. would see, you know, what's behind, uh, you know, joist or whatever the case may be. You know, the uh, the studs. You know, down to the cement wiring. I'm pretty sure you are very well versed. I had uh, I had mentioned something about uh, advice last episode. I think it was as far as um, the time or the kind of home I personally think buyers should be focusing on right now. Not the flipped new fancy homes, but the homes that you know you could fix up to develop that equity over time and maybe earn more and kind of uh, you know fix it up to your liking. Like, what do you think about that? Like. What are your thoughts on that? That's a good question. I would have agreed with you 100% a couple years ago. Okay. But I think- Given the market, yeah. Given Given the the market, market. I think now, after COVID, first off, every time I put on the TV, there's somebody doing a flipping show, right? Flip or flop, right? It's become- Yeah, 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 yeah. True. So if something hits multiple listing, that's a flip. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gone in two seconds. Two seconds, right. wants to get in the game. Agreed. And it's a game that's over, unless- you really are good at it and are able to find product at the right price. Sure. You got to find stuff off market. Right. right. But what is stuff up? on multiple listing to flip with the way lumber prices are Lumber's right now. Lumber's up. Yeah. And Lumber's up. Things up at the end of the day. I think you're better off turnkey. Turnkey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I said that too. I, we, we had that discussion. I remember. And, and you're right. I heard yep. you say wood is up. Lumber's up. Yep. So even if you have a fixer up or. You know, you got to start doing the cost. And somebody like you who has a construction background, knowing what things cost today. Yeah, construction right now is a a tough business on Long Island. New construction, flipping, the municipalities, it's impossible to get a permit. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. It's impossible to subdivide. Okay. It's impossible to get anything done. There's so much red tape. Mm -hmm. The contractors are all so busy, you got to chase them all day long. Oh, trust me, I know. Their prices have gone up. (laughs) Materials have gone up. Yeah. So, you know, right now, builders are doing well because the market's going up with that, but... If the market was, you know, flattens out, all these builders are going to get crushed. All the guys getting their permits now to develop and sell in a year? I don't know. Can this last a year? I don't right. think so. Right. 
What do you think is different about this market compared to 2007, 8, and 9? Good question. Because like, you have the really market so question. high now. That's a really I, good I think, like, I think the difference is, is there's more equity in people's homes now than there Ooh. was then. So yep. I don't think you're going to see all the short sales. Yep. Because right now, especially if now. you don't have any money down and you go and buy a house, you're getting outbid by the guy that's all cash or 50% yeah. down, right? Yeah. So people, if the market goes down, I think people will lose equity in their homes. But I don't think there's going to be the short sales and the foreclosures that we saw. I, I agree. In, mm. you know, and, and the mortgages, too, now, right? It's a lot different than 10 years ago or so where, you know, if you could fog a mirror, you could get a half a million dollar mortgage <laughs> with, yeah. like, no interest for the first five years and <laughs> we'll just refinance again. That's not happening that's, anymore. That's so happening. even though money is cheap and rates are low, uh, these uh, mortgages are kind of qualified and backed up but, with, of with course. income. Right? But the inflation indicators, what was it, a 4% the other day? Yeah, something so, like that. you know. Can't have inflation. The government's mm-hmm. printing money; they're giving it away. Mm-hmm. So it's going to catch up, in my opinion. In my opinion, rates are going to go up, and it's going to affect the market. You'll have a good 2021, and I think we're going to have to be a little careful. Next okay. Year. Do you think that is going to turn the market back into a buyer's market, or you know, where do you think where do you think that's headed? No. In your opinion, I mean, you've been doing this for a while. I don't have a crystal ball, and I'm no. It's, right it's, as it's much always as I'm wrong. yeah. No, it's always <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, always. Yeah. We, you listen, know, we all wish we knew, right? I, I yeah. think we're going to have a very strong 2021 because there's no inventory and there's a lot of buyers out there. Right? 100%. I think people have short-term memories. Like I said before, I think a lot of people are going to go back to the city. are going to yep. go, you know. Yeah, right away. especially with the mandate. Once Broadway opens yep. and everything That's turns to driver. normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think New York can be a little anti-business at times. A lot of people are going down to Florida. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to turn into a buyer's market in probably 18 months. Interesting. That yes, okay. Um, well, and, and I we'll happen to yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I do agree. I don't, yeah, I don't it's, know for sure, but no, no, I, it's if it, interest rates go up, yeah, yeah that's going to be the trigger, to, and they have that's, to go up to combat inflation. Correct. Right? You can't, you can't you have need, inflation, and then it becomes about affordability. Balance the scale. Just math. Absolutely, just math. There's and a logic. Agreed. Hundred percent agree. Um, for for those of us that are in the trenches. Uh, it's not just something I, I, I prepare. So we, we read market reports. In, in Kevin's field, he needs to understand what's happening in these trends. Lou is all over the news when it comes to, you know, like he's been instrumental. Uh, I actually got to talk to you about something. There was something that oh, <laughs> okay. the tags. Just, yeah, no, I swear to God. Like I, I just reminded remind, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, <laughs> like we read these market reports uh to to prepare our clients to make sure that they're making the correct decisions you know as far as their purchases and their sales um yeah the one thing about the market you did ask me if i thought it was going to be a buyer's market nothing happens that fast in real estate of course so it's not like the it's going to be a, a nine day flick, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? of course and we we prepare ourselves to gradually you know see these things coming uh you'd be smart to especially as a real estate agent uh like right now, I'm telling like the the people that we're listing houses for, now is your time. You know, you are never gonna not never, you never really know, but for the foreseeable future, you're gonna get top dollar right now over, you know, let's say the next ten years. And it's a great time for the buyer too, because they're gonna get a the lowest rate they'll ever 100%. see. Hundred percent. And if they're gonna be there for ten years, what's the difference? Even if the market 100%. goes down a little they're still ahead of the game. Hey, and I want to I want to yeah. I want to point out one thing on the tax side too. You're talking about 2021, 2022. 
Tax laws are changing 2022, 2023. We talked about this. 1031 <laughs> exchange going away. Step up in basis, maybe uh, going away. Capital gains rates definitely going up. I think if there's anything guaranteed is that tax rates are going up. Yeah. So somebody who you know purchased a house back in the 80s and 90s and yep. you have this all-time high, mm-hmm. you might be in a situation when you add in some other income that you know you're going to get a bigger tax bite next year, correct? And perhaps even a slightly lower price. So it is an ideal yeah, that's time. That's a good point. At these yeah. rates, I wanted to ask a listing question. Go. So with the market the way that it is now, mm-hmm. the exodus we have from the city before Broadway reopens, which I think changes everything in September. Of course. If someone is thinking about just contemplating selling or sure. leaving the island, sure, is this the right time for them to call you to talk to an agent to get it listed to see what's What's out there for them? 347 uh, 277 9431. One more call, time. 347 277 9431. Call me directly. Anytime. Um, it's a good question. Uh, it's, I, have a, I have a couple of people right now that work from home. They they work from home. So this whole remote working thing is starting to pick up steam. And I don't think that the workforce or the corporate workforce, the presence in office is ever going to be the same again. I think that the, I think corporate America has found its niche or its, um, its way to not only improve quality of life. Uh, I think they found a way to improve quality of life and then incorporate it into, you know, their, you know, the workforce and make it the norm. It's not even because remember a lot of this wasn't the norm COVID brought out, the abnormal, you know what I mean? And we all had to, we all had to adjust. But I think with that being said, I have a, a specific couple that I'm thinking about right now who can work from anywhere. They're going to be listing their house in West Islip next week. Uh, and it's going to be bananas. The house is beautiful. You know, it's a, it's a, it's affordably priced uh, for right now. It's obviously it's not what they paid for it about six years ago, but you know, they are taking advantage of this market and moving down to either Florida or Texas, you know, 600,000 here or 700,000 here is, you know, Hugh Hefner's mansion mansion. in Texas, so to speak, or anywhere else, not just so, not so much Texas, but you know, the dollar, the, 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 the dollar here, it spends differently, you know, elsewhere in other States. So, um, my wife, for example, she is one of three CEOs for an international traveling high school. Right. So she handles the finance part of, you know, what she does for her company. She's always been able to work from home, but they have a stationary office in the city during COVID. No, whole office shut down. But she's able to work from here. She's able to work from there. When she travels to these different countries, you know, she's in Dubai. She's in, you know, things change. Yeah. She. Yeah. And it's changed for sure. It's one of those things where if you were somebody that's thinking or had the flexibility to work from home comfortably. Yeah. Go for it. Call me. I think that's the game changer because. Right. It's always been, yeah, it's a good idea to relocate wherever. 100%. Less than New York. But can you keep your New York money? Right. So now exactly. Is, now technology exactly. allows you to keep your New York money. Exactly. From wherever, wherever you are. Yeah, what you make here, you don't necessarily make in, let's say, Texas. You know what I mean? Like everything is relatively inexpensive in other states. Like, um, you know, what you pay for a breakfast down in Florida, you know, it's twice the, you know, twice the what you would pay here, but... Yeah, uh, I think that's a great point. That's a great question. And, um, I mean, 
Pete, you've seen you've seen the you know the transition from you know where people are right now. What are your takes on that as far as you know this being the market where you know people can get top dollar for their homes and and selling and I mean you know you've you've seen different markets you've yeah, seen and worked through yeah right okay cool I just and it's sure. a great time to buy because this. Rates, rates are, are down, yeah. Well. Maybe not the best time to buy for cash. <laughs> <laughs> it's point. true. I mean, somebody so I, I remember. The same thing. The person on their fence that's thinking about Florida and selling up here, now's the time. I think so. Yep. Listen, when you decide to open up the Florida office. The market's stronger in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you decide to open up the, the, the office in Florida, I'm going to keep my home here. Well, you let me know. I'll be there for you, buddy. I promise. I love it. <laughs> I don't know about Miami, though. <laughs> I like Stewart where I can Stewart you know, got go you. Out to dinner and got not you. need a reservation. Move around. Move around, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Peter Morris, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thank we you appreciate Morris. having you. Uh well, thank you for coming. Uh, you know, it was uh, you know, I'm glad that we got a chance to chop it up. Uh any final questions? No. Yeah. Anything you got? This was fun. I did. I did. Okay, go you, for you it. You had a funny Peter Morris story that you opened with. Go for it. Uh to cut to the chase. Yeah. It was Gucci shoes. Gucci loafers. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci loafers. So me and Lou are always back and forth with Cole Hahn shoes. You still a Gucci man? Or what, what are we He's got Prada. He got the regular. He peeped it. He got the Prada on. Prada. Prada. The Prada joints on today. I'm going to tell you. Prada is no in the house. No chocolate suit here. No, no. <laughs> Peter Morris. Pete, Pete, is, Pete is dripping with swag. I don't care how you put it. This man got style. This man got fresh. Pete is a cool I dude. Um Looking forward to the next episode. Glad to have you back. Yes, sir. Uh, for those that want to tune in uh, this week, again, we are giving away a gift card to HomeSense for all you Joanna Gaines fans. Uh, you know, tune in. It's going to be a good one. And uh, how was, Mother's Day was good? Mother's Day, great. Good. You guys great. had fun? Great. Good. Mother's Day was good. Um, Make sure to check us out at the Real Estate Trifecta on the gram, on Facebook. Uh, if you have any questions, you want us to tap into a couple of things, feel free to email us at the Real Estate Trifecta at gmail.com. I want to shout out uh, EPM for facilitating this. Shout out to my boy Mike, who's quietly, you know, doing his thing on the right. Shout out to my boy Ark. Um, big, big shout out to Signature Premier Properties, RCG Mortgage. Eagle Eye uh, Home Inspections and Guardian Angel as well. Until next time, peace and blessings. We'll see you soon.